0: Welcome to what in the mental health podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Brandon Rice,
1: and I'm Amber Guzman, and we are sharing conversations about the mind, body, and soul. Excited to dive into our topic, which is uh, the importance of having a morning routine. And um, we talked about like what a day looks like for people that don't have it. And where for us, knowing the structure and having just those few habits that we stick to and how it starts out the whole day. So I know for you, Brandon, you have some specific habits that you've, that you've created that you've been sticking to for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about it?
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so uh, first I'll say like, the power of the morning routine for me has evolved over the years and how I got into it is just me wanting to be better and looking on YouTube and looking at what Tony Robbins has to say, Eric Thomas and Mel Robbins and some other people. And they just say, Jay Shetty, they all say the same thing in terms of like how you start your morning will, will be a, uh, will kind of propel you into the day and if you start the morning on the wrong side of the bed you know that's going to determine how your day goes if you have purpose in the morning that can create purpose throughout your day and so for me what I've come to is there's a nice little list uh first is the cold shower inspired by Wim Hof um and I heard about him actually through Amber's mom when I was um she was helping me out and going through some stuff. Um, and at that time, I didn't really take it. I was just like, oh, cold shower, like whatever. That's not really, that's not going to do anything for me. But I came across Wim Hof stuff and it sat a little deeper. Sometimes you need to hear things a few times um, or mm-hmm. you just need to be in the right space to hear it. Right. So mm-hmm. I started with the cold shower and it kind of, it, it wakes me up in the morning and One thing uh, my fiance said to me one day, I was just like, yeah, I don't really know if these cold showers are working. And she looked at me, she was like, well, you look chipper or (laughs) something like that. (laughs) Or you look, you look energized. And I was just like, Oh, do I like, okay, cool. (laughs) You know. Um, And at that point I had been doing cold showers for probably like a few months and I always start with the cold shower. I felt okay. And then I kind of fell off and then I went to a friend's house. His name's Rob. And I was talking to him about the cold showers and he started, he told me he started doing it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start again. And from that point on, I've been doing it every single day. Um, and what it does for me is like what I want coffee to do for me, but it won't. Right. Coffee's just very soothing. kind of energizes you a little bit, but what the cold shower does, it just really shocks you in the morning and just like, Hey, you have to wake up. And that's a great feeling to get my day started. So that's the first thing I do. Um, and there's all these um, benefits as well in terms of like scientific benefits and how it like helps with the hormones and like regulating stress and all that. Um, so that's number one is the cold shower. And it's immediately like the first thing I do when I get out of bed and then following that, I'll journal and I have two different journals. One journal is uh, thank you to myself. Um, I like, thank you for, and it's about the previous day. So like, thank you for working out or thank you for going to work or thank you for studying or thank you for spending quality time with Candace who's my fiance. Um, like whatever, just thank you, right? Started off with some gratefulness. Um, then the second journal is just, an agenda and a mood journal. So it's like I get to see my day. I I write in it and say what I want to do for the day and the times. And then on the side is how are you feeling today? And that allows me to not only look at the day, but also look back at certain days and see how my my mood has been. And it's usually pretty good ranging from a seven to a 10. Um, So that's it. So cold shower, thank you journal, then the agenda and the mood. And then there's an inspirational book that I read. It's called think happy. That's the one that I'm reading right now. And I just flip to a random page and it says something, something positive for me. Um, All these things and there's um, more, but all these things can be summarized into what Jay SETI has an acronym for, which is time. So it's thankfulness inspiration, meditation, exercise. And he says that's a really good way to start the day. And I have just started on the inspiration thing um, like a month or two ago, and it's been really, really good. And that's the Think Happy book. So cold shower, journal number one for thank you, journal number two for the agenda and the mood, and then the Think Happy book. And then we meditate. that's
1: good brandon (laughs) that's a good this
0: is a lot of talking but yeah this is no that's really
1: good Mm -hmm. but i because i also know that if you want to share a little bit about what it felt like before you know like why what prompted you to want to set such amazing way to start your day also how long does it take you to do all that
0: yeah so and that's not even, we're not even done. It's uh, yes. you know, I've, I've done a little <laughs> more short, but yeah, it's meditation sorry. for 15 minutes. And then it's, and I'll cut that time down. If I, if I'm running out of time, if i wake up late, then it's um, a 68 second mantra that I say to myself, which is um, everything is working out for me. Today's a wonderful day. And I just say that over and over again for 68 seconds. Then I visualize, and I just started that maybe two months ago. Because of Mel Robbins. And she was like, it is mission critical that you need to visualize every morning. And I was like, I should throw that into my morning routine.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: it's been pretty cool. And then what I as I'm visualizing, I visualize in groups. So it's um family. I think about Candice and I and having a family and what that's gonna look like, and buying a house one day. And then I think about abundance and Mostly that's about money (laughs) for the most part, but you can also think about abundance in different ways. Um,
1: Can you break it down a little bit just on that? Because that's huge to me, the visualization, because I think Mm. we can all talk about what we want. and but it is true. Like even I have the Mel Robbins journal as well. And it mm. talks about that. Like, what is it? How are you feeling? And then mm-hmm. like the last part is like, how are you going to make it happen and mm-hmm. visualizing it, seeing it. So how is it for you when you're in that visualization? How do you, you know, what is it have for one you? Of the steps, like what, that? Explain yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's um, if, as you visualize, there's, the, the purpose of it is to see yourself in, in some form of future, something different for yourself, whatever that may be. And so there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be. And you visual, visualize yourself being there, but it's more to that. You can't just, and this gets into manifestation, but we'll just call it visualization. Um, and there's science that back this, backs this up. And what I like about Mel Robbins is, um, And even, um, what's my guy's name? The guy's book that I read, uh, Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza talks about, there's science that backs this up, that the brain doesn't know the difference between um, reality and virtual reality. Or you can say, like, you visualizing. It doesn't know the difference. So knowing that, you can visualize yourself, if you can, where you want to be And you have to think about what it would feel like to have whatever you want or to be whoever you want to be. If you want to be more confident, if you want to have more money, if you want to have a better family atmosphere, like visualize what that would feel like. And then Mel Robbins takes that one more step further. And she says, you have to visualize the steps to get there. And so as I'm visualizing, let's just say about abundance, Um, I'm currently trying to get a scholarship that I want. I'm visualizing me having the money that the scholarship brings to me and like what that would feel like for me to be like, oh, I'd be so happy. I could do this, this, and this with the money. I I could really use it. But I'm also visualizing the steps that take to get there. And that would be me filling filling out the application and not just once looking at it, but looking at it over again. And then one more time to make sure it's all finessed and really nice and like the best that I can give, right? Um, That is the process. So I think about one, where I wanna be, two, what would it feel like? And three, what are the steps to get there? And then in my visualization, if I have enough time, which most days I do, I I just wake up really early for it. um, I allow this visualization to go as long as I feel. And the, and what, the long, what time
1: do you wake up, Brandon? <laughs>
0: so um, my ideal time to wake up is around four, four in the morning. With that said, I'll go to bed around 730, sometimes at seven. Um, so that that's getting nine hours of sleep, sometimes eight hours of sleep. If we go to bed around eight and the reason for waking up that early. And by the way, that's after the visualization, then I go work out. Um, so the exercise is in there too. So I'll wake up like this morning. I woke up at three 4 o'clock. I did the the whole self-care, which I had to cut it a little short. So I did seven minutes of meditation and then I only did 10 minutes of visualization. Um, and it takes me on a good day. it will probably take like 30, 45 minutes to do the self-care, but the, and then you go work out, right? So you have to, if you have a a family life and you have to go to work, like you got to wake up pretty early to do all this stuff. And my workout this morning, I'll I'll tailor my workout to what I have to do because you and I have to talk. So I just did a 20, 20 minute workout. And in that workout, I did, I did bench press, I did shoulders and I did tricep pushdowns and I did abs. That's you're moving really fast in the gym, but you're getting what you want done, you know? Um, And so to answer your question about like, where was I before and how I made Mm -hmm. it, I think, I think we can go there now, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: I was always at a point of like reaching for more. Like, I want more, I want more, like, how do you get more? And one of the best ways to figure that out is to read and research and talk to people and figure out like, how did they get, where they, how did they become successful? And you start finding yourself, like, I started with John Maxwell when I was, like, I'm 30, I'll be 36 this year. And when (laughs) I was, like, like, I'll be 36 this year. And when I was 24, 25, that's when I started looking at John Maxwell, reading his books. And that's how I started. And then I found Tony Robbins. And then I found I started going backwards in history, like who trained Tony Robbins? That was Jim Rohn. And then who trained Jim Rohn before him? Um, there was a guy named Earl Nightingale. I don't think he trained Jim Rohn. I'm not sure, uh, but you start going back and you really dive in. And what I'm trying to find is how do I become successful? Mm-hmm. And something really important to me is like success is only defined by you. Success doesn't have to be a lot of money. Success doesn't, have to be living in new york it doesn't have to be anything it could just be whatever you want it to be you know um and for me success does have to or what it looks like right now i live in california and i want a nice house like you got to make some good money you know and i want to have a family um so how do i get those things and how do i keep them because eric thomas has a nice quote that says your, your talent will take you, sometimes your talent will take you where your character can't keep you. And so it's real important as you're climbing to, to success that your character evolves appropriately as well so you can stay there, right? And you can maintain for the long haul because sometimes people are really, really talented. They just go up and come right back down because they haven't evolved enough enough or taken the lessons or done the research to understand like what's gonna keep me there. And so for me, my thing has been, and, and it has evolved. of like, how do I become successful? How do I stay successful? And as I've done all that research and maneuvering and listening to people, everybody, all those people that i named all have one thing in common. They all talk about the power of your morning, starting your morning off right. And I was like, okay, so I got to get my morning right. Um, but what does that look like? And some people say meditation. Some people say, don't look at your phone. I look at my phone every morning I wake up. It's, it's just fun for me, you know? So there is like some wiggle room. I'm not, I've am not. i learned to be less rigid as and very flexible with, with my time and how I feel. Sometimes I wake up and the only thing I can do is a cold shower and I have to go. So it's not every morning like a robot. I'm waking up and doing these. I have to do these before I leave the house. Like there was one point where I felt like that, but it's like life is going to hit you. And sometimes you're going to have to meditate later. Sometimes you're going to have to visualize later. Um, And you can do that.
1: Also, it's almost like you had to develop those habits to shift your mindset too. Cause I feel like you were going through so much at that time that you Mm -hmm. had to have that structure and all those things to help, get you through Mm -hmm. you know it's almost like just an evolution of who you are you know that by creating those habits built another part of you that is you know focused or got you to get back in school or whatever it was that you know was creating the other side of you in the past Mm -hmm. this is so it's it's like you can handle less because you're just living that life that you might be driving in the car getting your sixty eight seconds in or right. whatever it is because it's just a part of you. Mm-hmm. But that's is that that's it's just you. It's like right. you don't even realize that that's and you got some good stuff there, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Amber. You've read a lot of books.
2: Yes, yes,
0: I've read a lot. I've done a lot of research. I continue to do research. And it's just like, we crave as humans, we crave familiarity and something that is common to us. And if you can create consistency in your day somewhere, it's going to make you feel grounded. It's going to make you feel centered. Uh, At least for me, it does. And it like, whenever I travel, when I do my morning routine, I feel more centered and more familiar with my situation even if it's a new situation um and it's just been since I've done it before I used to just wake up and just be like all right let's get the day started right and that's well, kind of so you yeah. would
1: probably if it was anything like for me too like you hit the snooze and you're mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. slower and kind of dragging and maybe get you know i i can just there's because i'll even feel it now if i because i'm so set on my days too not as many things as you but just when i get up i know where i'm going and Mm -hmm. i do my thing versus the snooze button thinking i need more sleep and Mm -hmm. then i just i'm rushing or i don't have that mindset that's just everything's under control it's a little bit like nothing's in control you're less in control
0: yeah yeah that's how it feels when you don't have the morning routine and the structure is important I, I like to think of it I read the book recently um what happened to you it's written by Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry who's a child psychiatrist and they talk about the rhythm in the womb when you're when you when you're in the womb and you get used to the mother's rhythm of the heart. And it talks about the rhythm when you're outside of the womb, the rhythm of nature, the rhythm of music, just like everything has a rhythm to it. And in the morning it's comfortable. I've, I've created a comfort level and a rhythm to my mornings that keeps my days more aligned and less stressful so amber and i were talking before we started recording about like how stressful things are right now
1: for both (laughs) of us
0: and it takes maybe a few days sometimes like for this level of stress in my life right now it's taken me two days to really calm down and be like okay i'm gonna be all right but the real reason The real reason for that is the amount of time that I put into self-care in the morning with the routine, like everything's crazy. And then you have this routine and it's like, everything's not going to be crazy forever. And it was just crazy for one day. And it was a lot of crazy, but I did one day of the routine and then it got a little bit less crazy. And then I did another day of the routine and I feel like I'm back. I feel better and this is manageable so there's like infinite reasons of why the morning routine is important but I think we've covered just a few of them
1: mm-hmm. and
0: most people or I won't say most people but a lot of people just wake up and they hit the snooze and they're just like this is life and I'm I'm doing. And you can, and that's how your life feels. It's just like kind of all over the place. And maybe you are successful financially. Maybe you do have a family, maybe you do have these things, but under the surface, if you really have a real conversation about how your life is going and how you feel, it might be erratic and mm-hmm. a morning routine, whatever that may look like for you, you don't have to do everything that I do or everything that Amber does. It's just like getting something in the morning, to ground you, to center you, meditation, particularly. And I was thinking about this this morning when I was meditating, I was like, what am I going to say about meditation? And like how powerful it is. Cause usually when I meditate, it's just like, I just, for me, when I wake up in the morning, all my thoughts are just like this kind of. And then when I meditate, it's like one thought and I'm able to focus. And then one thought I'm able to focus and today I was just like, let me just try to breathe. Like they say, you're supposed to do and like focus on your breath. And that mm-hmm. was, re- and that was really calming. Cause usually I don't do that, but it's just like to calm yourself before you go out into the world, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's just so nice. Something. And there's a lot of, you have a lot of control over that in the morning as to where, when you go out and you go to work, you don't have control over what your coworkers do or what happens at work. If the power gets shut off or, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's.
1: Because it almost is like your morning routine sets up for your whole day, your mm -hmm. day, your day routine. Mm -hmm. So even though it's but you're practicing that all day and it's almost like the light switch goes on and you're just that lights on all day because you've set these. These, the 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 reason to get up in the morning, what propels you, and then mm-hmm. just that's eats it so you can handle everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my morning routine. Then, yeah, uh, that's that's
1: are, awesome, awesome. Um, uh well for me, it's not yeah, yeah. as like uh structured as that, as mm-hmm. far as I mean. It is structured because I just hop out of bed and I don't hit the snooze anymore. That's just the number one thing I think. ML Robbins just five, four, three, two, one, mm-hmm. like rocket out of bed. Yeah. And for me, I've become just hiking has become so many things for me. So we used to go at five thirty, and then we realized we wanted more time, so then we go at five fifteen, and then five a.m. And now we're going at four forty-five. Oh wow. So I know, and it was 35 degrees yesterday and mm-hmm. um, it's just become my medicine. I have girlfriends and one, one specifically where we're consistent almost every day. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up, have my coffee and I'm just, even though I'm tired or there's that moment that flashes that's like, oh, maybe you won't go today or, oh, you should sleep. And it's just this quick, like, bam, get your, get your pants on, just put your pants on and get, you know, I just start, I just continue to get ready. Mm -hmm. And then it's my coffee. Every day is my coffee. Nice. And yeah, I just get in in nature. And so when we meet at 445, and I have my friend, and sometimes it's four of us it's like therapy. So for me, connecting with people is such healing for my soul and like the ability to vent. And we're so connected that every day we already know what's going on in each other's lives that it just starts. So I get like two hours of communication and venting and supporting because I'm hearing other people. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like talking and just getting things out and being in nature. We're Mm -hmm. out, removed from the noise. I don't know what's happening with my phone when I'm out there and it starts out dark to then seeing beautiful skies. And I noticed for me, nature is so much soul Mm -hmm. food for for me
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: getting out of just Maybe the things like being away from everyone, meaning my husband and my kids and just being in that nature is what what gets me ready to start my day. So then we are exercising and getting all this medicine because I have this great group of friends that we are very uh, able to be honest with each other. So if there's stuff going on, we get that other. It's, it really feels like therapy. So nice. Um, so that's super important to me. And I get back before my kids are even awake and I have another cup of coffee and I just help the kids and specifically my son. And we get ready for school, his school. And then obviously I take a shower and I also do a cold shower. I always end with a cold shower. And I agree with you that it just, First off, when it's cold, it's one thing that the last thing you want to do is do a cold shower, Mm
2: -hmm. but
1: it ends up making you warmer after. So that's what always kind of makes me like I go, oh, are you doing this? You know, where (laughs) I love warm water. I could be in a hot shower all day. I just love it. So, but it's a mind shift of making a decision to do something that we don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And because it's not natural. So it's like, why are you doing that? But what I'm finding in my life is I'm craving that moment where I'm doing those things that are hard or uncomfortable. Mm because that's what then makes me get that extra burst of energy or have a little bit more like vigor with my kids or just Ricky and I'm, I'm out of the shower, like ready to talk to my son and be more playful.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I just see that, you know, I, cause you and I are always searching to be better and yeah. it is always evolving, but I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So for me, I don't often sit and read. I'll put a podcast on and learn from Joe Rogan and Mel Robbins and uh, Rich Roll and mm. Jay Shetty. And I'm just uh, taking in information. I'm always wanting to learn, and even though I'm not the best at always articulating it, it's just something a knowing inside of me that feels like I'm always trying to be better and be a light and learning is one way that feels like I'm out of my own self too. And just mm-hmm. taking an in information of others' experiences. And um, that is one thing that my kids are always like, mom, another podcast. But yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. There's just, yeah. I love hearing people and hearing conversations and yeah. connecting just as you and I are connecting too. So I think that, for me, having these soul connections and nature. And um, I also because of I I have that shower, but I also I'll make my bed every day. That's Mm -hmm. something that is important to me because I look at my bed and it's like, it's ready. And that's, because you've mentioned too about sleep and how much sleep you get and Mm -hmm. knowing at that end of the day that it's ready for you and just part of um, sticking to structure. Yeah. So, so I forgot to throw that one in earlier, but just knowing that it completely shifts my mood when I start my day with this, this way. And when I don't, Mm-hmm. It's it's a completely different way, you know, where I am more tired. Yeah. And um, but I also you and I talked about earlier too that I do pick a day mm-hmm. where I don't do any of these things. So, so it could be a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's talk about two things. One, we'll come back to the you picking a day that you don't do any of that. And yeah. then let's talk about if you can remember what it was like before for you before you had this morning routine and how you made your way into this morning routine, kind of like what we, the same thing we did for me, but like, I want to hear your side of the story in terms of how you made your way there.
1: Yeah, I always have been one to stick to commitments. And when my kids were little, I couldn't always get to the gym, Mm -hmm. but I'd always pick one day that I was able to get there. And that was a Friday. So I'd have my Friday where I went to the gym and I'd have breakfast with my mom. So I had a few things going on, but it was still like I was... um, I think we it's harder to say what we were when we know who we are now yeah, and why yeah. we got here. That's uh-huh. really
2: difficult.
1: It's like I got addicted to doing it more and more and more that yeah. it became like where I almost I really would love to hike every single day. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost do. And even on these days where I'm like, I'm gonna take a day off, I'll still get out and get in, even if I have to go for an hour or half an hour because of such importance, but I feel like I was missing a a part of like the better part of me has shown up. I feel like in life, because Mm -hmm. when you're able to vent and let go of a lot of things, opposed to keeping it inside, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm a better person for my kids, for my husband, for my friends. And so I just feel thankful that I have this ability to just every day be able to like vomit on this hill with mm-hmm. just stuff, whether it's good or bad, Yeah. but I get to just like leave it all on the hill and, and I get to process differently throughout the day and then mm-hmm. know that I don't have to react or I can kind of save it for the next morning on the hill. If there's something, cause I know I'll get advice from my friends or yeah. just sorting it out myself, you know, that I have a different, reaction these days than I used to in the past when I was on my own kind of not exercising as much so when you asked I I would do a day and then it became two days. And then as the kids got older, I could go because I'd always go so I could be back before my husband left for work. Mm -hmm. And then the kids started getting older. So I was able to go more days. And like now the kids are old enough, they can be home. So I have this freedom that I can go every day. So it evolved in time where. I just, um, and I also doing Spartan races oh, yeah. motivated me to have something for myself that mm-hmm. gave me a purpose. And yeah. I think for me, having some sort of athletic purpose is a, a huge drive. And I um, really, really enjoyed that. And during the pandemic, being everyone on lockdown and knowing everybody was so isolated, this is what got us knowing we could all be outside and we weren't afraid as, as much of COVID because we're outside and it Mm -hmm. gave us four or five people, this place to meet that we weren't alone anymore or we weren't isolated. And it's become just our way of life for all, especially me and Liz, like we meet every day and I'm love when we get the other girls, but it's just necessary. So did that nice. answer the question? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was <laughs> okay. good. And then yeah. you
0: take you take one day off per week. Mm-hmm. Is that what you do? Okay. And let's yeah, talk about more like, from
1: like the early time and just okay. the hike. Like okay. the the set, like get up, go early. I'll mm-hmm. I'll pick a Saturday where I literally can stay in bed and just watch my Netflix shows mm-hmm. or drink coffee in bed or just go at a different speed.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that is. I do that to an extent. I will say that I am religious about my cold shower, and my journaling and meditation. Um, the exercise, some it's a I don't exercise every day. It'll be some days I'll do it, some days I won't. Some days I'll plan to do it, and then I'll have a really busy day, and I'll be like, you know what, I want to sleep. Um, in terms of waking up at 4 a.m. every day, I would like to, but life life happens. And like, I get tired sometimes. So like mm-hmm. really want to emphasize the idea of not being a robot, right? Mm-hmm. Just being human mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. allowing yourself to be flexible and not so rigid and to feel what you feel and to be okay with that. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, the latest I'll wake up now that I've gotten used to waking up so early, it's probably like seven, seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I do wake up and sometimes it's not straight to the cold shower, sometimes it's, you know, go into the living room, talk with family. If I'm over at family's house, drink some coffee um, and then get to the cold shower. You know, you, mm-hmm. before you take a cold shower, you don't want to, um, most of the time, if I do drink coffee, I'll wait like 30 minutes or so. Cause it's like that when that cold water hits you, you're like, <clears throat> you know, that could cause some upset stomach or something like that. You don't want to eat before you do the cold shower and Wim Hof talks about that stuff. Um, but yeah, you, it's best to go into the cold shower on as much of an empty stomach as possible. But, um,
1: One but, thing I want to yeah, just yeah. interject that's yeah, really yeah. cool about the cold shower and that training is that mm. I'm, I'm using it now, like, even cause when we meet and hike and it's 35 degrees and yeah. like last night I went to softball, it was close to 35 degrees too. Mm -hmm. And I run really cold. I mean, I had a hat, I had hand warmers, I had my blanket, but there's something now that I know how to breathe through it. And Mm -hmm. I just sort of accepted. And even though everyone's freezing, it's this and that. And it's like knowing our body can be, the mind can control our body and that Mm -hmm. through the breath. And just, um, I had to even do it going into a hot tub. I was in a really, really hot, hot tub. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it felt like tingles. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this. And (laughs) I'm like hanging out of it. And I realized breathe through this, Amber. You know, and so the same feeling of that initial shock of a cold shower. It's like that training where we just, I got this. And like kind of go into it in this calmer way. And I I find that that practice is kind of how we are dealing with things in life kind Mm of like and then it's like okay yeah let me breathe through this and like i got this yeah that's a really good point no that's
0: perfect that's a really good point um connecting more to the breath and learning how the breath can help you through anxiety through stress through whatever's going on um that's really, really important. And the cold shower does for sure help help uh, help teach your body that. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, sometimes when I get back from the gym, I will actually take a and these cold showers, like it used to be just a cold rinse. And then sometimes if I I'll do a full shower. So it's anywhere from like 30 seconds to a minute to like five minutes in the cold. So um just want to put that out there too like you don't have to sit in the shower (laughs) and like be in there for a full time it's just like feeling the cold and embracing it for a little while just until you like even if you can't take it anymore just just a little bit um can really go a long way and it's like a positive stress to your body that a lot Mm -hmm. of people don't get throughout the day and and the breath and breathe through that cold too um what else what else where are we going now in terms of this um Um, well i have somewhere that i want to go but yeah yeah
1: so one thing too that stands out to me is that kind of going into just how important it is to challenge ourselves every day so Mm -hmm. like kind of going into that part of that it is uncomfortable or that it's not what we want to do but just i i this stuck with me like this two 30 seconds with joe rogan and valentine thomas he was talking to her about this lady who was 58 and started doing jujitsu and how he's like we're all gonna die you know that's inevitable we know that but he's Mm -hmm. like the key to happiness is challenging yourself every day like doing something different you know and he Mm -hmm. goes it doesn't necessarily have to be exercise like you even just said that like it doesn't necessarily have to be that you go to the gym every day or that you exercise
2: Mm -hmm. but
1: that it could be take up crocheting do a yoga class learn a language like that if we want to be happy it's really that there's this huge world out there and as much as we need our structure and our routines it's also a about Just breaking it, and mm. as much I like, I want to learn that Snoop Dogg dance. I I don't know how to do it, and I was like, you know what? I want to do that. It's like <laughs> the halftime show and oh, the, yeah. you know, the the trip Walk, the which, walk? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I can't do that. And I'm like, I really want to <laughs> just learn that. And then also, I was like, I really want to crochet myself some beanies. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I don't have the patience. But like right. I've said, a couple of things that. I always wanted to do, even though I thought I can't, it's Mm -hmm. in my brain now. And from hearing those things, it's just a good reminder that each day I I want to embrace the the hard stuff and Mm -hmm. say yes to it. So that's kind of what the morning routine has brought me to by setting just doing things that are hard. And I mean, who wants to get up at four 15 and rush to a cold mountain and be freezing? Like all my, Oh, you're crazy. I'm like, yeah, I am. And I love it. Like I want (laughs) to be that crazy because I'm winning out there. Like when the sun's coming up or when the moon is there and the stars and I'm like, it's it's amazing. it's, it's the best feeling inside. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, um, I also want to say that the morning routine is not just like the end all be all. There's also what you do at night. You can like the morning and the night they're like, I feel like those two points of the day are where you have the most control and everything that happens in between. is like, you're at work, you're at school, you're doing, you're doing a lot of things where there's a lot more people involved and a lot less control. And so Also having a night routine, if, you know, in terms of if you if you want to sleep better, if you want to, you know, rest is very important. So um, there are certain things like when it hits a certain time, like for the most part, wherever I'm at, like, hey, I'm going to start winding down. Everyone's like, oh, man, you're going to sleep. It's like seven o'clock. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, like, man, I want to wake up and I want to I want to start my day right and I want to start it Mm -hmm. at four and and of course there are times when I stay up till 10 and stuff and then I adjust in the morning but um having that consistency and that routine it feels Mm -hmm. safe that's Mm -hmm. one word that that we haven't used yet but like it feels safe it feels comfortable it feels familiar and a lot of people get stuck in repetitive behaviors that are that they want to get out of Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: of it's familiar to them and mm-hmm. one way to get out of that is start to create a new familiar yeah. that is more positive. Right. And that's, that's a whole other podcast, but it's when you have something familiar, that's so positive and that you can, it's not rigid. Like if I could change my exercise to be like, Hey, you know, I want to change. I want to see what it feels like to go on the, in a mountain and the, morning, yeah. you know, instead of going to mm. the gym. Like you yeah. have the flexibility to do that. Like I just added visualization. Um well I,
1: also, but you used to go to the beach, Brandon. I remember you'd send me yeah, pictures of the sunrise. Yeah. So you would you used to go to the beach. Yeah, I did and, that a
0: lot. And um it'd be cooler for me if like if someone would go with me to that. So I haven't done that as much lately, but I haven't needed that either. Um mm-hmm. and I I tried Wim Hof's, uh breath work, and they say breath work is really good for you, which I believe it is. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like, it's not for me in my morning routine, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, I just don't, it doesn't do anything for me right now in this, in this time and space. Um, but when I'm really, really stressed, I turn to breath work mm-hmm. and I use breath work to get through that stress, to get it out of my body. If I can't go do a workout. Um, so I say all that to say, like, do what feels good to you. Mm-hmm. And the morning routine is a great place to start to where you have some control and you can change the way your day goes. Um, and then you can also add to that if you want and do that, that night routine as well. But it's definitely been life-changing for me. Um, I know it's different when you have a family, when you have kids that, you know, especially if you have a newborn or something like that, um, you're going to get woken up a lot but just and then it changes. And then
1: mm-hmm. I
0: foresee myself changing that and just like, okay, maybe I dial some of the stuff back. I don't meditate for 15 minutes or, you know, I only meditate for five, you know, but it's another cool that,
1: thing is yeah. that we, I've learned. And I think you have too, that meditation doesn't have to be just sitting like it can no, be it doesn't. walking. Yeah. It can be just that moment when you're in the car that you're, making your coffee, and that it's just a stillness. And and that's what I have to, I like knowing because sometimes Mm -hmm. I have a hard time sitting for meditation for me, Mm -hmm. not saying I can't do it. But I also know that I I'm better with like the breathing or the visualization or the mantras or yeah. everything's working for me. I love that one too. Yeah. Brandon, like when everything feels out of control by saying mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. so yeah, knowing that it's again, it, it's your creation of the morning routine and your version of meditation and right. having it adjust when needed.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but that we wouldn't
1: know what to do without it
0: (laughs) yeah for sure like
1: (laughs) exactly it's
0: been it's been been a really really great change um and and then you start looking forward to it it's like once the day's over and you're about to get ready for bed you're like oh man i can't wake up tomorrow i mean i can't wait to wake up tomorrow and, and do this cold shower and get started for the day you know
1: well, and I think you and I could both say, or I know for me, part of having this morning routine in addition to meeting friends on a hill, Yeah. you don't, I don't drink alcohol. Like I used to mm-hmm. love to party and it was a part of me that, Oh my God, I'm going to see my friends and party and dance. And I'm not yeah. saying I don't every once in a while, but it used to be more of my routine was to do that life. Mm-hmm. And I find now feeling my best and feeling good in the morning is more fulfilling. And so that is something that kind of changes when you set these boundaries and these routines. It cuts out other things that maybe weren't our best. Mm -hmm. So that's a cool thing, too, is knowing that that sort of dropped off for me because I want to feel my best.
0: Yeah. And that brings to mind like it creates an awareness that maybe wasn't there or that you didn't you you knew was there but you didn't really care about in terms of like you start to really look at for me same thing like how do I feel if I drink well you know I I prefer tequila um just a shot over on the rocks and just like sip on that for a little bit how does it feel one shot versus two shots how am I going to feel in the morning right right and if I feel bad and I feel like groggy and stuff like that and then i'm like no i don't i don't want to feel like that in the morning and the only thing different i did yesterday was drink a little bit of alcohol so let me just chill on that and then you know so it creates this awareness of the the morning routine really it creates an awareness of how things affect you and how you have the control to react in certain ways Mm -hmm. somebody cuts you off um you can like rage at them or you can just be like oh, well, that person really needs to get somewhere. And they cut me off, but, you know, it's all good. Um, you know, um, so that's creates... where
1: wearing a mask is a good thing. These days yeah, days right. <laughs> really, don't... really let them have yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I have my vent session under yeah, my mask.
2: Right. <laughs> 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 and it
1: may have some profanities in there, yeah. <laughs> which is okay too, right? Let it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to let it out. <laughs> having that
0: awareness and then de- it has definitely helped decrease the stress, um, decrease anxiety because I learned how to breathe through stuff. Um it just makes me more, it feels like I'm more resilient than I have been mm-hmm. in the past. It, mm-hmm. It's a it's a really good feeling. Things that the stress that I endured the last two days, if I didn't have my morning routine, I would have really been, I still would have been flustered. And I probably yeah. can- I probably would have canceled this podcast and everything else and just been like, yo, know, I can't do it. Um, well i'm proud of fun,
1: you, you know yeah you're, so thank you're, you <laughs> you're doing good Brandon. yeah you yeah. too yeah and i think us just knowing it's all working for us right everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. everything is is all good and meant to be and working for us even mm-hmm. if we don't understand why because right. i know a lot of people recently too where i'll hear things and it's like why is that happening or mm-hmm. you know even just like a sudden death in the family, and it's like whoa. But yeah, uh, you know, and trying to think that way, you you get, you know, you don't quite see it. But I know mm-hmm. in the end, we understand later, and that's where just going with the flow, sticking to our routine, mm-hmm. and trusting in that in the divine plan, and that it's all okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and one one thing that Jay Shetty said is that I really like is that when things get really difficult go deeper into your routines into your self-care don't go away from it like when things used to get really difficult yeah i want to drink a little more maybe i'll smoke a little more or you know go find something outside of me to help this pain dissipate Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: what i've been practicing since i've heard that it's just like all right this i really want to go do something else but how much sleep have I been getting? How much can I go into this morning routine? How much can I go exercise? How much can I eat a little better? You know, do these things go deeper into that. And what I've felt is that when I do that and I wake up, I feel better. Whereas if I drink or I smoke or do something like that, I wake up and the problems are still there and I still kind of feel the same, you know, and um, it's even
1: worse. She'll wake up at like one in the morning and yeah. the head's going or the yeah. anxiousness. And yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: Um, that's a really, a really good thing that I've learned too.
2: In the, in the that's a really year.
1: good thing to, to remind people is like yeah. going to the light opposed to the dark mm-hmm. because right. we feel better when we, when we're stronger. And, and right. it's one thing I always say to Eva, my daughter and, For myself too i just feel like like i'm stronger than anything like meaning Mm -hmm. the thoughts and remind testing our will like just pushing through Mm -hmm. so good stuff brandon yeah
0: yeah so uh, i feel like we're coming to the end of this podcast is our first first podcast that we've done yeah i feel pretty good about it what in the mental health and uh, um, we'll see you next time